The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's Hump Day! Look at that. We've made it halfway through the week already. You, I, and uh, the listeners. You, me, and the listeners. There you go. Yeah. Exciting. Oh, my goodness gracious. Whew, I just got here. You know what? Uh, I know you just got here. It's been a busy morning for you, has it? It's been a weird... What's been going on? Well, a couple of things. Um, late last night... Uh, this is not breaking news, and we've got the big stories. And, and a great guest coming up, by the way, this afternoon. Uh, Sandy Pond's going to be in studio just after 3 to talk about the revitalization of uh, Chinatown mm-hmm. in Edmonton. I know she's part of a, uh, a group that's pushing for that. Um, late last night, so I'm going to say about 1 in the morning, maybe late for you. But anyways, 1 in the morning, uh, I had this horrific back pain, just this terrible back pain, and uh, took some muscle relaxers <laughs> that I don't know... What's in them, honestly? Oh. I bought them in Mexico on one of our listener trips, so mm. they're in Spanish. And mm. uh, Anyways, um, right after I took them, though, do you remember I got a new phone a little while ago? Yes. Okay, so you need a case for a phone. The phone's right here. It still has no case. So I had ordered a personalized case that had the uh, Ebbett Comedy Festival logo on the back, like my old phone used to, and it's been a month, and it hasn't arrived. And so I had written them, and they tend to write in the middle of the night back to me. I'm not sure why, or I wasn't sure why. So one in the morning, as I'm just starting to fall under the influence of whatever it is I took, these Mexican drugs, I get this email from the place, and they're it's sort of like uh, that Sweden is sleeping kind of situation. They're, they're sort of in broken English saying, we are so sad like the the wording was funny we're so sad to hear that you haven't gotten these cases and your phone needs protection and we've let you down and <laughs> it was just this confession of <laughs> you know of uh, of just their, their uh, shortcomings and and you know we we're, we're going to get you another phone right now i'm going to i'm uh, personally i don't even know who they are we're personally going to and so i wrote back saying listen i've actually ordered another case now because it's i've waited too long and um, and they wrote back and said, we're going to be completely honest with you. We shipped it to uh, Edmonton, Kentucky. So, <laughs> yeah. So as we go back and forth, and as I'm sort of getting drowsier from these drugs, I determined that this company's actually in uh, the Netherlands. And so I write back saying, well, I didn't even realize you were in the Netherlands. That's on me. So it was always going to take a long time. And now to wait for you to produce another one just doesn't make sense. It's going to be another month. And, and then they write back, well, my nephew is going to Canada on a trip, and I could actually give it to him to bring to you. Are you near Toronto? And uh, again, I'm like, you know, no, I'm, I'm really not. Um, so I fell into this, like, sleep about the Netherlands and woke up maybe an hour ago just... I don't know. That's a lot of hours of uh, sleep. And I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't dream this. So I, I, I really slept in. And I'm, I'm sort of kind of groggy right now, to be honest with you. I don't know what's in those pills. Back feels great. Um, but I got up. And how'd you like to check your email and see an email from the Netherlands? Like a whole yes, bunch of... okay. Because I, apparently I stopped replying to them at some point And they became concerned for my health. So there's <laughs> like three or four going, are you still there? Are you Okay. Mm. Then there's uh, our producer, Brad, his, uh, hey, here's some talker topics for you guys. And then there's every other producer across the country saying, here's what we're talking about today. And then there's you saying, uh, hey, here's some additional. So it's pretty normal. But below all of that, the subject line, Cato Kalen, urgent. <laughs> Kato, 
how can Cato Kalin be urgent? And but a whole stream of uh, emails going back and forth. There's apparently, and I we did an announcers that never aired in which we talked about Cato Kalin. Do you remember that? Yes. And the reason we did was, and I'm not aware of any of uh, what happened since uh, this got announced. But so Cato Kalin apparently is trying comedy. It was the guest. He was the. He was the. He was the guest house. Right. He's the guy, guy who's in the guest OJ house. And right. That, Nicole. You know, he yes. testified, and everybody wanted to know what he was doing there, what he saw, how was OJ he having Simpson, a weenie with her. Right. Like yeah, what was the whole it. deal? Yeah. Right. So the laugh shop in Calgary booked Cato Kalin to do comedy because his agent said that he was a comedian. Subsequent to signing the contract, they found out that he doesn't really do comedy well. So what they did was they transitioned it into an intimate evening with Cato Kalin, hosted by Andrew Gross. Yes. And the, and the reason I'm going down to Calgary to host this is because more as a, with my media hat or radio hat on as yep, opposed to my yep, comedy hat, of course. we interview lots of people we don't necessarily like or respect, um, but they needed somebody who could be funny and ask questions. So... It's a short list, really, among comedians. There's only two comedians that I know of that do radio and and comedy, and I'm one of them. And the other one, um, the jam of the club down south doesn't like us. So I got the gig. But there's been this massive backlash now, apparently, among, first of all, comedians, that that's a horrible booking and that I shouldn't have taken the booking because I'm a comedian and whatever. Then there's apparently been this horrible back it's it's like remember that professor or whatever who's going to play the citadel theater yeah yeah jordan something yeah right right there's been that kind of backlash in calgary over this so my name is being bantied about apparently in other circles than comedy suggesting i should not have taken this show why though i don't Kato know Kalen didn't kill nicole kidman no he testified in if anything yes. against oj yes despite their relationship I would have thought that the problem would be um, that he's not relevant anymore. Did I say Nicole Kidman? Yeah. I meant Nicole Simpson. Right, right. My pro- so apparently people have written angry letters there. So I don't want to, but I'm not going to back out because I signed a contract. a contract and whatever. But now I find myself in a position of instead of telling a, a screwy story, I'm part of, part a, of one. I'm one. Yeah. What? So I don't even know what to do about it. Like, I I was talking to the GM on the way here. How is it that he's controversial these days? I, I don't know. I'm, if I'm missing something, because I okay, really... Maybe I'm missing something. I haven't but... looked into it at all. I don't know if there's something, you know, tied to... I don't know if he did something. Like, I don't know if he's done something since that event that makes him completely controversial. Um, and I feel... I, I feel bad that I that I don't know that, if that's the case. So now they're trying to arrange to get me to do radio down in Calgary to tell my side of the story. I don't even know their side of the story. I'm going to be the worst radio guest ever. So... <sighs> I think the most outrageous thing he's done since that event is try stand-up comedy. As Beyond that, I, I don't know what he's done wrong. And now I feel like... It's, I'm just, I'm reading his Wikipedia page trying to... It's sort of like this. You know, you have a fight with your uh, spouse, right? And then they get on a plane and fly to Toronto, so you can't talk to them for four hours. And and so now you're just like, oh, I need to, I don't... That's how I feel right now. Like, I feel like I'm embroiled in some controversy that I can't address for four well, hours. Yeah, but embroiled in controversy over what what's the controversy? That's the biggest question. Exactly. I, I don't know what um, it is. 
But if so, do any of our listeners... Did, did okay, so Kato Kayla after, do something really bad? After Simpson was acquitted, the cover of uh, the National Examiner featured a photo of Kaylin uh, shirtless with the headline, Cops thinks Cato did it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He sued the publisher for libel. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it's just... Yeah, somebody just texted. I probably would have looked into it before I signed a contract. That it, that's simply not how it works. I have an agent who goes through the offers to he me. He settled and, with Globe yeah. Communications out of court. Yeah, she ran it by me because it's different than a straight comedy show. And I said, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to do it. The idea is that Cato will come on stage. I'll do a little comedy, bring Cato on stage, and then we'll take questions from the audience, and they can ask anything they want. There's no parameters to that, and I'll just sort of oversee the questions, and if there aren't any, then I'll ask my own, as I would on this radio show. He's been on uh, game shows. He's done a little bit of reality TV. Hmm. That sort of stuff. He's worked as a radio and TV host. The only thing I can think of is that his fame is based on the on the tragic events yeah. that took the lives of two others. So, but 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 it was. But it was the rest of us that made him famous. Right, well, I, mean, I mean, that that thrust him into the spotlight, but buying all the national inquirers and all that sort yeah. of stuff is, that's yeah. on us. See, that's just it. I was going to, I haven't done my research yet because we're not close. I, I wouldn't do my research for a guest that you and I were having on this show at the end of June yet, right? I'd have an overview. But I mean, one of my first questions was going to be along those lines that how does it feel to base a career on basically nothing but mm-hmm. a tragic event in someone else's life. And then other questions that I think people have always wanted to know, why were you in that guest house? What was your relationship with O.J. Simpson? What question do you wish they'd asked that you didn't get to answer? I mean, just stuff like that, like you would do in a radio interview. Otherwise, and now I don't want to back out on this because I've never backed out on a contract in my life, but I certainly don't want people... I'm just not sure why you would back out on it. Well, the only reason now would be the ticket sales apparently are not great because there's been so much protest. But again, it's six weeks away, so I don't know how quickly they normally sell. But who's, who's protesting it? Who exactly is protesting well, it? Well, that's just it. I'm trying to get to the bottom of... Apparently, it's been a topic on at least one talk show down in Calgary. But I don't know if it's our sister station's talk show. But you would assume it is because they're the their talk... QR77 is talk radio in Calgary. So I would assume... It was on their station, but you would have thought, knowing yeah, my relationship, CBC they would have reached out to me. Yeah. yeah, it could be CBC, yeah. There's a phone call here. Okay. Hey, Peter. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Well, I was just going to say, Andrew, if you decide you don't want to do it, I'll do it in the country minute. <laughs> <laughs> and why? why? Uh, how much does it pay? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I hate pay. discussing pay, but... Uh... Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's a check with it, right? Yeah, there's a check with it, yeah. I'm there. If you need me, I'm there, buddy. (laughs) The other thing I was going to mention, it sort of relates, is um, my brother is a local actor in town, and years and years and years ago, he did some television commercials for a local company, and they probably weren't great production values, but they paid him a buttload of money. Mm -hmm. Well, we were, it was at the fringe time, and we, I was over there, we decided to go grab a bite to eat, and we were in a restaurant on White Avenue, and one of the guys that was there was a guy that went to college with him in the acting program. And he was there, oh, how could you sell out your craft like that? Hmm. I mean, how could you do that? And he's waiting the table. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah exactly. Well, well, that's basically the pushback from comedians, but I, I don't care much about... Yeah. 
the comedians, well, I, you know, so because comedians are just mad they didn't take the gig. Uh, like most yeah. of the people who are complaining I shouldn't have done it because I'm selling out my craft are not understanding that I have two crafts. The other is the ability to interview people. And um, I'm doing it from that perspective. Is- you probably like putting food on the table for your wife and your kids. And you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, the, the yeah, the date is what got me to agree to it because June and July are very slow for comedy. And so, you know, when my agent said, would you do it for this on this day? And I was like, if I don't have to miss any radio, yeah. So, I mean, you know, because it's June. I, I don't know that I'm even working comedy-wise in June otherwise. Hey, like I say, buddy, if you need somebody to take over for you. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just get you to drive down with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the kind of guy, I like to help. Thanks, <laughs> Peter. Much appreciated. Thank Thanks, Peter. Thank you for this. You know, yeah, I, I would just... You know, I would just turn the other turn the other way and, and yeah. keep and keep moving on. Your your job is is to to be there to ask questions, and that is our job. And just because it's at a laugh shop, hey, you know what? If Kato Kalen wants to come up here to Edmonton, I'll put him in that seat, and we can ask him questions right here. There's no difference. I would do yeah. the exact same thing. I, I, I wanted to actually ask you that. Like if I said, oh, if hey. if Kato Kalen, well, yeah, I'd say yeah, bring him on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not? That'd be a really interesting conversation. I would have thought. It has to just be the the settings, the setting for it. The, the fact that it's a so maybe it's the fact that it's a comedy club, so they think people think we're making light of a tragic event. Maybe I don't know. No, no. Okay. Oh well. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's fun. So you have your um, your your phone case coming. Yeah. You're going to get um, this other case settled. <laughs> yes. There you go. My back is much better. The, oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I should have followed Grant Fedorik's advice when he was in uh, and do the radio show standing. That's which many announcers do. We don't, but well, the desk is a little low. It is, but I mean uh-huh. the arm swings up, so yeah, it's yeah, I awkward. Can, yeah, it is awkward. But anyway, so there's that. On the show today, we have uh, another $50 gift card to Shoeless Joe's Restaurant. Did we give that away yesterday? Mm, no, we might we have did. two of them. We'll get. Uh, we'll take a look at that. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Sandy Pond's going to join us to talk about the revitalization of Chinatown mm-hmm. in the city of Edmonton. And ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is exciting. We have an update on the one, the only, Mr. Nibbles. Can't wait. Right from its owner, we have an update on Mr. Nibbles. Uh, 2.23 on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. It's Jay Lynn and Andrew. Um, not sure a survey was needed to tell you what we're going to tell you because I suspect if you're driving on the Yellowhead right now, if you're on the White Mud, you're, you're on a White Avenue, you know that Edmontonians' most favorite way to get around is... By car. It's, I, I guess, yesterday when we were ranting about uh, transportation, LRT, and everything else, it would have been so helpful to have had this survey come out yesterday, but it sort of backs up what we were talking yeah. about. It's a survey that was done 10 years apart, so 2005 numbers and 2015 numbers. Mm-hmm. The survey is the Household Travel Survey. Here's what the report found. 8.6% of trips were on transit in 2015, so take a moment with that. 86 of all trips made by people so, in Edmonton were on transit. transit. So bus or LRT? Right. Um, that is a change from 2005, 10 years earlier, of nothing. 
nothing. There's been no change. That's the exact same percentage from 2005. So in other words, with all... Even though we've had new lines lines, start. Yeah, new LRT, new bus Mm -hmm. routes, uh, program, uh, bike lanes. This included walking, biking, Mm. um, but there's been no change. So the mayor is saying... I'll quote him specifically. He says he's looking for change in the way people move over several decades, not... He's looking 25 years down the road. He goes, we're looking for a city that is shaped differently and where people move differently 25 years from now. We'll look back then and determine whether we've Mm -hmm. achieved success in increasing mobility options. I think a more relevant long-term trend would be number of 18-year-olds with driver's licenses. Now, that's dropped over the last 10 to 15 years from 90% to 70%, and that's going to continue to drop. Went on to say... People are saying that a child born today will likely never have a driver's license because of changes in the transportation systems. I think those are the trends the city watches rather than this snapshot in time. But it's staggering to think that with all the changes that have been made in the city of Edmonton over 10 years, and specifically over the last few years, there's been absolutely no change. We are a car centric city. Yeah, and and have been and I think will continue to be. I I know this, you know, this thing about talking about and looking at, uh, you know, teens these days over the next 5, 10, 15 years, maybe not getting uh, a license. I still find that hard to believe because Edmonton is still not set up to be um, anything but a car favorite city. And I, you know, I I get that they have this grand scheme and this grand plan and they want to take the city there. I get that. And it's nice to think about it that way but as long as the city continues to grow out and out and out and we don't have bus service or LRT service um, going out out and out with it and we don't then guess what if I still I've said it before Mm -hmm. if I need to hop in my car to get to an LRT station to take a bus to get on the LRT I'm not going to do it it's too much of my time right it's just for whatever reason. So whether or not the system's not appropriate or they've not sold and the system. there's seven months of winter. The seven months of winter is the more significant factor as far as I'm concerned. Convenience is one thing. And certainly if I want to go, and I, well, listen, I feel like an old broken record here. If I want to go to a hockey game or I want to go to um, a football game or a concert, um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm probably going to drink, so therefore I'm not going to drive. That's right. But personally... I'm going to take an Uber or a taxi. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So that's still a car. It's just not me driving. Well, and that's the thing, because to, to even take an LRT, we have to drive to the LRT station. Yep. If we're going to have a drink, well, we're not going to do that. So you have to... You're, you're dependent on the car anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really, because of the My seven months of winter, want to stand Park? outside waiting no. for a bus. My place to Century Park is a 20-minute drive. Hmm. Uh, there is some good news. Mm. The percentage of total trips made on bicycles... Oh, big guess. Yeah, bikes. it increased in that time period, <laughs> going from just under 1% in 2005 to 1.7% in 2015. Mm-hmm. So percentage-wise, more people say that they went to their destination by using a bicycle. But and again, more likely to do so in central locations yes. of of the city. If you're living downtown, if you're living in Old Strathcona, something like that yeah. would that would be the that would be the places that you see it more. It, you know, and I understand the mayor's 
position as well, that this is a long game and not a short mm -hmm. game, but it just is really interesting. I won't say telling, just interesting that in 10 years, not much no, nothing's changed. So there it is. There it is. And and there it is. Uh, coming up to 229 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News, Eileen Bell will have the uh, latest news headlines coming up. What do you think? Do you have do you have any interest in giving up your vehicle and taking the bus? <laughs> Can you imagine? You miss one bus and then I remember <laughs> we're trying to get home at night. Yeah. Well, the buses. There, I, there's no buses out yeah. anywhere close to my place. Well, you know, my front yard is apparently now a, a playground zone, so perhaps there could be a bus stop there. Then I'd take the bus. You're not on a bus route. No, but if I were, I used to live on a bus route in if Williger the, Town. If the bus driver which would was come great in, wake because me it, up. it got it got um, uh, snow removed. Yeah, that's first. right. Yeah. If somebody would come wake me up, cook a meal, and park the bus in front of my house, I would take a serious look at it. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.